Progress. We're up to the Mishnah of Chavav and Aleph. The Mishnah, it's a fairly, it's just a Kinyanim today. So the Mishnah is talking about the different Kinyanim on movable property as opposed to real property, which is, uh, you know, land and houses. So Nechasim Sheish Lamachrais. Nechasim Sheish Lamachrais is always a code word for homes, real estate. So real estate, Niknin Bekesef, Bishtar, Ubechazaka. You could acquire real estate with Kesef, with Shtar, or Chazaka. Chazaka means living there. Uh, either squatting or pashtas chazaka means doing something that a landowner does, meaning making it more improved. So if you have a field, chazaka would be fencing the field in. Acting like you're the landowner, uh, that's kesashtar chazaka. V'she'in is movable properties, all elf items that, uh, you know, that you could pick up and move, kesashtar chazaka don't work. So what works? Enix mashicha. Mashicha, by the way, Rashi speaks up. It's not just, I'm not Rashi, the Rishonim speak out, it's not just Meshicha, it's Chalipin, Hakba. The point is not Kesef, Shtar, and Chazaka. That's, that's the point. Kesef, Shtar, and Chazaka does not work on movable properties. Now, by the way, always a good thing to remember, it's Machlegis, Rishlakish, Yechanan. Does Kesef not work Min HaToyra? Or does Kesef not work Min It's a Shiloh. Meaning, the Mishnah definitely indicates that Kesef does not work. If I want to buy this item, Kesef will not work min ha-tayra. I have to do Hagba, Mashicha, Chalip, and one of those. So is it that it doesn't work min ha-tayra? Or it works min ha-tayra, it doesn't work min ha-tayra. That's a Shailah, Rav Yechon, Rish Lagash. Fine. Right in the Mishnah. Okay. Nechasim she'en lamachrayis. Again, movables. Niknin im nechasim she'en lamachrayis. This is called Kinyan Agav. Kinyan Agav means that if I make a Kinyan on real estate, and I have in mind that it should also work, on a cell phone, it'll also work on the cell phone. Now, how it works with alumnus on it, I'm not sure. That's not for now. But the point is, if you make a Kenyan on land, and the guy's like, I'm going to throw in a toaster oven also, then you're kind of the toaster oven also. Well, no, I, I, we still, I mean, we don't, we, we're, we're, what do you mean? Kenyanim is Alchemish Messina, but it's not a societal thing. So why don't we, why do we don't do them anymore? We do them when, whenever we need to make kinyanim. Is, is, is kesef societal or is it halachah? No, kesef is minatayra. Kesef sadis yikno. This all this all deraisa. These are deraisa concepts. These are not these not societal. These are deraisa concepts. So. So the Gemara says, "Niknu mechasim sheish lamachrayis." Fine, because of shayach chazaka. Now, v'zoykei mesin nechasim sheish lamachrayis lishavalim. Now, what's interesting is the opposite. Normally, we're saying that like the real kinyanim are on real estate, but in one area of halach, it's actually the opposite. When it comes to making me make a shvua, right? We know that min hatayra, if I'm moide b'mixes hataina, I have to swear. Which means if I say, if you say I owe a thousand dollars, I say I owe nothing. I don't have to swear min hatayra. Rabbinically fine, but nothing. But if you say I owe a thousand dollars and I say I owe you five hundred, so I'm moedim and mixes hataina. I acknowledge that half of your taina is legit. I have to swear biblically. That's only true on movables, not on real estate. Meaning, instead of a thousand dollars, you say you owe me a, a parcel of land. And I say, I only owe you a half a parcel of land, whatever, half an acre. I do not have to swear biblically. There's no chiyav min to sh- swear on real estate. But says the Mishnah, if let's say we have a taina, you have a taina on a cell phone, whatever, on a movable item that makes me swear min 
you could also make me then swear on real estate. Once I'm swearing anyway, meaning once I have a biblical requirement to swear on on something movable, you can now throw in, you have the right, while I'm up there on the oath to say, you know what, and the real estate also, and I can't say I'm not, uh, I'm not required. Once I have a shvua anyway, you could make me swear a second time on real estate. Okay, now the Gemara says that, the Mishnah said that real estate is kind of with Kesef, Shtar, and Chazak. The question is, what is the source? Let's go to the source. Kesef. Menalon, Amar Chizkia, Amar Kra, Sadais, Bekesef, Yiknu. The Pasuk clearly states Sadais, Kesef, Yiknu. Sadais are purchased with Kesef. Boom, Kesef purchases a field. Now the problem is that then Pasuk says, Bekesef, Besefer, Vechasem. The Pasuk says you buy it with money, and you seal it with a document, which implies you need a document also. So you're telling me Kesef is enough. It should be Kesef Vishtar. It sounds like you need Kesef. I don't know. To me, it sounds like you need Kesef Anishtar. So you have Kesef, but then the Pasuk says you write a star, which implies you need both. So the Gemara says, E Kesef Yiknu Libsaif Kedika Amrit. The answer is if the Pasuk would have said Kesef Sados Be Kesef, if the word yiknu was after the kesef and after the shtar, that would imply that kesef and shtar are essential for the kinyan. But that's not what it says. It says kesef besados yiknu. Stop. Purchase with kesef. Done. Then the pasuk says you write a shtar. That shtar is not in order to create the kinyan. That's just for your records. A receipt. You'll write a, a, a deed of sale. You'll write a you'll you'll write a document that you sold the building, not because to make a kinyan, just because you got to for your records. So it says kasev sados bekesef yiknu. If the word yiknu is at the end, that would imply that the kesef and star are necessary for the kinyan. But it says kasev kesef besados yiknu, which implies boom, stop. The kinyan is being accomplished by kesef. Chasem v'sefer v'kanu, chasem v'sefer. Then you're writing the star. That's not part of the kinyan. That's just real estate. That's just a receipt. So the ikar kinyan is done with Kesef. Kesef alone is enough. Okay? Now, Amirav, so right now we're saying in the Mishnah that real estate can be purchased with Kesef. But it says the Gemara, that's true in Atayra, but not practically. Why? Amirav, that's only true in a, a location where they don't uh, customarily write up a document. But in a location where they write up a document for the Shtar, Loikana. It does not take effect until you write up the star. Meaning, um, basically, not just a receipt. Let's say in that location they write up a star. Maybe as a receipt, but they write up a star, uh, you know, that the sale is being done. It's not It's not a sale until the star. Why? Because in people's minds, they don't look at, at, at cash as, as finite. Meaning like this, I want to buy land from you for $100,000. I give you a bag of cash. And I'm like, can I have the receipt? Like, where's the receipt? So the, the assumption is people in their mind, they think the receipt does it. So they don't have das to make the Kenyan until the document is transferred. So I as the, you know, I as the, uh, uh, I as the purchaser expect a document. And therefore, while Kesef Min is enough, practically people do not think that the Kenyan is done until, meaning I don't have mind to officially make the kinyan being done until there's a deed of sale being transferred. So practically you need a star 
for it to be rabbinically full because people will just look at the kesef. They're not. They don't have das makna. They don't have full das to do it. But says the mission. It says the gemara. The parish. But if they made a stipulation that it's finite, it's finalized without the document parish. Meaning you don't need the document. The document just, but practically, became part of like people's mindset where it, like it's not done until I get the document. So then you need the document because then in their mind they're not done yet. But if you stipulate and say, hey, I'm giving you the cash, we're done. I'll give you a document, don't give you a document, I don't care. We're done with the cash, fine. If you're masking, you're masking. The problem was people's mindset, but if they're masking, they're masking. And the Gemara says, When Ravidi Baravin would buy land, this is what he would say. If I want, I'll acquire it with money. If not, and if I want, I'll acquire it with a document. Either one. Now, why did he say this? Because he wanted to protect himself in both ways. Meaning, he said that if I wish, I'll acquire it with money. Said after he gave the cash, the seller, the seller cannot back out because he said cash is enough. But he also said that I might want a star. He also said I might want a star as a receipt. Said he could back out. I mean, he was protecting himself. He was basically saying, listen, once I give the cash, that might be it, but I might want a star. So because he said that it might be it with the cash, once he gives the cash, the seller can't back out. But if he wants to back out, he could say, I verbalized I might want a star. So he, he sort of found the loophole to protect himself so that he could back out and not the other side. Okay. Ubishtar. Now, a star definitely works for uh, real estate. Minolan, what's the source? Now, we finished, we had a Pasuk before that mentioned the star, but we got finished saying that that star was not actually a deed of sale, that was a receipt. So the Gemara says, If you're going to bring the Pasuk that we had before, that it talks about a real estate and it says that a document was written up, but we just got finished saying that that star is not actually accomplishing anything. The Kesef accomplishes it. That star was merely a receipt. So what's the source that a star works? The Pasuk says that, uh, that you takes, he takes the document that makes the acquisition, which means the star creates the acquisition of sale. Okay. This concept that I could give over real estate with a star is only true when I'm gifting you real estate. But when it comes to a sale, uh, meaning... The seller does not, we were talking about before, for a, for a sale to take place, the buyer and the seller both have to be completely like their heart's in it, right? So we said before that the buyer, I give you cash, I expect a document back. So I'm not done until I get a document because the buyer is not done. That's also true, by the way, the opposite. I'm buying the land from you, right? And I don't have the money, but I have a document that says I am purchasing land for a million dollars, I owe you. So he said, it works, Minatara, it works. The answer is, no, no, no. It does not work because the seller expects cash. So you could write a document, forget about the IOU, let's say just Tom, you're the, I'm the buyer, you're the seller. You give me a document that says, Sadi Mechurilach, my, my, my field is sold to you. Oh, I give you a document. No, 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 because the, the seller expects cash back. So he also is not giving it up. The same way the buyer expects a receipt, the seller expects cash. So the seller does not want the sale to be done until he actually gets cash. So again, the case is I'm buying real estate from Menasha. I, I, so I'm buying it. It's for a million dollars. I said, listen, I don't have the money. I'll pay the money. And you're like, fine. 
You give me the document that says that the, I already bought your house. Do, did you actually give over your house? Not really, because you expect money. So the point is, this concept that a star can make the acquisition is only when I'm gifting you a land, because I'm not getting money back. But if I actually get money back, the seller expects cash. Says the Gemara, wait, Masar Ramamunna, wait, wait, you're telling me that basically the star doesn't work for a sale. It only works for a gift. But the Bryce speaks out that it works for a sale. Bishtar Ketzah, the Bryce says, how does an acquisition accomplished with a star? It says, Chasav al-Anir al-Acheres, you write on a piece of paper or on a pottery, even if the piece of paper or pottery is not worth the Shavapruta, you write the following. My field is sold to you. My field is a gift to you. It's, it's a gift or a sale. So you see that. You see that a sale can be accomplished with a star alone without any cash being transferred. And what, But it's a good point. We said before that it doesn't work. Why? Because the seller expects money back. So he's not really giving over the field. But over here it says that it is a, a, a sale based on the star alone. So the question is, is it a sale based on star alone or not? So two answers. Rav Hamnuna responded, The case is where I'm selling the land, but the land is, the price of land is plummeting. Why is it that, that it's, not, it's not done until there's cash? Because I, the seller, right? I, I sold you land, but I didn't get my money back. My heart's not really into the sale. Like, I expect money. But what if the what if the real estate market is plummeting, and if I wait, I'm gonna like I'm not I'm not gonna get the price that I wanted. Then I'm very happy. Meaning, in normally normally we said that it's not considered a sale until you get cash because the seller is not motivated until he gets cash, unless it's a seller's market and he's got to get it now because the price is plummeting. If it's if the price is plummeting and I'm like, listen, I gotta sell it now because in two weeks it's gonna be half the price. Then yeah, it's a sale. They're like, oh, I thought you wanted money. Oh, freaking just, just uh, whatever. Owe me the money. I don't care. So normally you need cash because the seller is not giving over of the field until he gets cash. Unless it's a seller's market. He's motivated because the price is plummeting. And if he doesn't sell it now, huh? That's a buyer's market. I'm sorry. The buyer's market because if he doesn't sell it now, then he's going to lose out. That's the first answer. The second answer is Ravashi Amar. Ravashi has a very interesting answer. He says, it never works on a sale until there's actual cash. I, the Brisa says, that's actually a gift. The actual case of that Brisa is a gift. Why is he using the terminology of a sale when it's really a gift? Meaning, a star alone is only accomplished, only works to transfer a gift, not a sale, because a sale you want cash back. I, the Bryce says that a, a, a star can work for Sadi Mechuralach. The answer is it was a gift. So why do you use a Lushan of a sale? Because you're a really good guy. I'll give you an example. Okay. I give you land as a gift. I happen to owe money to Adam. Adam comes to take money from me. I don't have any money. There's a lien on the property. He could seize the land that I gifted you. Do you have any recourse? No. It was a gift. The gift was taken away. What if I sold you land? Okay, then Adam comes. I owe him. I owe him money. He comes to me. I don't have it. Lean on the property. He he seizes land from you. You can then come to me and get your money back. So the case is, it was really a gift, but he used the terminology of sale to protect the receiver of the gift, so that if the land was ever seized, 
he could still get something back. I'm, it's because I'm a really good guy. Like, I'm giving you a gift, but I want to make sure that you don't get the headache of the gift being taken away from you. So I'm going to use a lotion of a sale so that you can come to me or to my heirs and actually demand reimbursement for this gift. Okay. Bechazaka, the next type of Kenyan is Chazaka, which is, again, just like acting like a landowner. So the Gemara says, how do I know that Chazaka works on real estate? Amar Chizki, Amar Kra. You live in the cities that you seized, meaning, live in the cities that you seized. You want to know how you live in a city, how you're kind of a city? By seizing it. By How have you seized it? Yeshiva, by dwelling in it. Meaning, I'm sorry, opposite. If you want to seize, seize a city, sit in it. Meaning, live in it. Act like a landowner. That's the way to be kind of. Okay. It's like fake it. Well, it's not really fake. It's like make it till you make it. I don't know. You're just like you land, you live there, and that's how you live there. Another pasuk that says you inherit the land of Eretz Yisrael and you live in it. By living in it, that's a chazak. Now, but movables do not work with kesestar and chazaka. They only work with mashicha or hagba. What's the source? The puzzle describes a sale or an, uh, um, you take something from someone's hand. It means that if you want to buy an item, it needs you have to take it from one hand to the next, like bringing it close, like Mashiach. Mashiach is, I'm taking it from my right hand and I'm bringing it to my left hand. So if you want to be kind of something, a movable, it has to be it has to be from one hand to the next. Okay, now I mentioned this before when we went to the Mishnah, that according to this Mishnah is, movables are not kaina with kesef shar and chazaka. Now, according to Rav Yechanan, kesef works minatara. It's a rabbinic concern that, that Chazal made it that kesef does not work. So why does the Mishnah say that it doesn't work? It does work. The Gemara says, Rav Yechanan, according to Rav Yechanan, that movables could be purchased biblically with kesef. So why, why does the... Why does the Mishnah say not like that? The answer is, Our Mishnah is the Rabbanon. Meaning, our Mishnah is not talking about biblical concepts. It's talking about practical halacha. Practical halacha, it's not kind of, Kesef is not kind of movables. Okay? It's not kind of movables. Minhatayra. So the Gemara, but, oh, hello. That's all right. Uh, it's not kind of movables. Now, by the way, just for the record, why is it that Rav Yechanan holds that Kesef does not work midr It works minatayra, because minatayra, it's, it's kind of, it's a kinyan. Why does it not work midr Because we're afraid that you have, I have a, uh, in my backyard, I have a lawnmower. It's in an attic, but whatever. I have a lawnmower, okay? So if it's Meshicha, Hagba, you'll just take it and take it out of my property. But let's say you go Minatayra, Kesef. So you give me a thousand dollars. I'm like, okay, it's yours now because you already coined it. Right? You gave me a thousand dollars. It's yours now. I said, come get it whenever you want. There's a fire in my attic and I'm f- saving all my property. Am I going to save your lawnmower? Nope. So therefore, Chazal made it. It's not koina until you actually do a shemshich arabat to take it out of the property, because you don't want other people's stuff that was purchased and remains in your property. It's going to lead to bad things because then, if there's a fire, God forbid, I'm not going to save your stuff. That's that's the point. Okay. No, I think just taking over. Right. It's okay. We've had much more louder uh, stuff on a regular basis. Okay. Fine. 
The Chosim Shein is movable property cannot be acquired with real estate, uh, can be acquired real, with real estate. Now, this is very interesting. This is called Kinin Agav. Again, Kinin Agav means that if I acquire land, throw in a toaster. Toaster is also Kinin. I don't have to make a special Kinin on the toaster. The Kinin on the land goes, gets the toaster also. Oh, so that's the Gemara's Kasha. We're going to get to it in a second. Uh, what's the source? Amar Chizkiyo, Amar Kravi, Yitim Lamavi, Amatanos, Imari Mutsuros Yisrael. Yehuda. The Pasuk says that they gave them gifts with the cities, meaning the cities, with being coined to the cities, he got the gifts. Now, oh, now you're making an assumption, and that is the question is like this. The Gemara's Kasha. Iboy Lahu. Be'inian Sevurim Eloi. Does Kenyan Agav work only if the movables is on the real estate? Or what if they're not on each other? Meaning, I'll give you two examples. I want to buy a piece of land and I want to buy a toaster. So we said that if you're Kenyan, if you make a Kenyan on the real estate, you get the toaster also for free. You don't have to make a special Kenyan. The question is, does the toaster have to be on the land or not? That's the kasha, for it to be a Kenyan Agav. Now, the Shach and the Smaz, a whole Arichus in Chayshu Mishbat, they all ask a very, very obvious question. There's a thing called a kinin chatzar. Kinin chatzar means that when I acquire a land, my field, just not when I acquire it, just stam, your property acquires everything that goes on it. If kinin chatzar is a thing, then why would I need, okay, let's say, let's go with, entertain the possibility that for kinin agav to work, the toaster has to be on the real estate. And it works because of kinin agav. But with kinin agav, it should work because of kinin chatzar. Kinin chatzar means that anything on my chatzar I get. So Kinyan Agav is different. So shouldn't Kinyan Agav be even when it's not on? Because if you're telling me, if you go with the possibility of Tzivurim, which is that Kinyan Agav only works if the item is on my real estate, then what do you need Kinyan Agav for? You got Kinyan Chatzar. So there's two, basically two approaches. The Shach and the Shema, it's on Cheshemish, but they ask this Kasha. And there's basically two approaches. One approach is Kinyan Chatzar does not work if it's not fenced in. So Kinyan Agav would, meaning... It could be Kinyan Agav, the toaster has to be on the land. The question is, if it's on the land anyway, it should work because of Kinyan Chatzar. It says, Kinyan Chatzar only works if the land is guarded, if it has a fence, whatever. Kinyan Agav will work even if it doesn't. Or a second answer, Kinyan Chatzar only works um, on items that came into the field after it became mine. Meaning, Kinyan Chatzar is, you have a backyard, and then a ball goes in, it's yours now. Whatever, obviously, assuming whatever, it's ownerless, whatever, it's, it's yours. If I buy a land, I don't get everything on the land. That would be Kinin Agav. Okay, that's, that's, that's two different approaches, again, to explain this. No, it's, it's only one directional. It's only the real estate gets you the movables, not vice versa. You buy a house, first house, you buy a house, and the So the Shaila is, is that Chatzar or Agav, that would be this Shaila. Again, what's the nafkamin? I'm sure there are nafkaminas, but that, that would be the shayla. So the question is going back. Kinin agav, this concept, does the movables have to be on the real estate or could it not be on the real estate for it to work? Let's bring a proof. Rav Akiva Oimer. Rav Akiva describes how big land has to be to make kinyanim. So Rav Akiva says, Karka Kolshu, you could have a land the size of a quarter. And what does that tell you? What does that help you? It's Chayev and Peya. I mean, conceptually, if you have a peya in such a thing, bikurim, I guess if you grow a grape, you'd have to separate bikurim, go to the next page. Right, prusbal is that uh, Shemitah cancels loans, but if you write a prusbal, it doesn't cancel the loan. We only write a prusbal if the borrower has real estate. Meaning if you do a loan and the, and the borrower has no real estate, there's no prusbal. 
The reason is being uh, very simple. If I lend you money, if you have real estate, I can write a prisbal. If not, I'm, I'm at a luck. And why would that be? Uh, prisbal was the takanas chazal. Takanas chazal were always done for the most common cases. Um, it's like, why, why is there no problem of, 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 non, of mavushal wine is not a problem for a guy touching? Because they didn't drink mavushal wine back then. That's why it wasn't included in the gzera. That's, uh, that's the main reason from the Rishon, it wasn't included in the gzera. The Chazal, made, when they made the takan of a prisbal, they didn't include crazy cases. It was very crazy to lend people money when there's no real estate, that the bar didn't have real estate. That was, that was like unheard of, because you have no way to protect yourself. When there's real estate, you'll protect, then the, so the point is, because it was very uncommon to lend without real estate involved, you, 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 they would not write a prisbal. So how much real estate does the borrower have to have to warrant a prisbal? The answer is, kol shuhu, a tiny, tiny, uh, the size of a dime, nothing. Oh, and also you could do Kenyan Agav with a land the size of a dime. Now let me ask you a question. If it has to be on top of it, what could you get on top of a land the size of a dime? If, it could, if they don't have to be on top of each other, you could have the toaster next to the land. Very good. I'm acquiring a land the size of a quarter, and I get with it a, f- a couch and a fridge that aren't on top of it. But if you hold that it has to be on top of it, what could you get on top of a tiny little uh, dime-sized portion, portion of land? The Gemara says, "Kol shul ma'chazi." Tar Gemara Shmuel Bar Pisna kamei derav Yosef kun shenotz b'machad. I'll tell you, what, you could put a needle in it. So you really could be that the the, the item has to be on the land. So what could you get on a, a land the size of a dime? A needle. So I acquire the land. I don't have to acquire the needle also. So the Gemara says, "Amar Yosef kavastan, like you're bothering us." Ibchol tunnel ashmina machad. The whole case of the brisa is where you're acquiring a needle. Who cares about a needle? Like, well, that doesn't make sense. Like, that's the case. It's like, you, you, close your eyes. I have a needle. And then at the end of the needle, I put a little stone. You know what that's called? That's called a pearl pendant that could be worth millions. So, like, yeah, maybe that's what it's talking about. You're like, why would the why would the Tana talk about a needle? The answer is, well, what's on the end of the needle? It could be very, very valuable. It doesn't have to be very big. If you put a diamond on it, the diamond ring could be, how big does it have to be? And it could be worth thousands and thousands of dollars. So really, it could be the Kenyan Agav only works if the item immovable is on top of it. So you can say, well, what could you get on top of a tiny little parcel of land? This is a diamond. That's what you can get. Okay. Back to another ca- another proof. Tashim, I'm Rav Lozer. says like this. Now, this is, is going to come up in a, in a little bit. Is Machlekes, Rav Lozer and the Chachamim, we know there's a concept called a Shchiv which is when someone's on a deathbed, they don't have to make a Kenyan. They could just say it and their items are gone. So Machlekes, Rav Lozer and the Rabbanon, whether that works during the week. It definitely works on Shabbos because you can't make Kenyan on Shabbos. Definitely on Shabbos because the Chachamim basically say like this. A person on their deathbed don't have to make Kenyanim. Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, it doesn't have a Shabbos on that. Rav says, no, that only is true on Shabbos because on Shabbos, the guy's about to die and he says, listen, I want you to have this, I want you to have that. We can't say to the guy, wait till after Shabbos to make a Kenyan because if he knows that he has to wait till after Shabbos, he's going to get aggravated and it could be detrimental to his health. So on Shabbos, you don't have to make a kinnah, says Rabbi Lazar. But during the week, you do. Even though he's on his deathbed, you should make a kinnah, pick up a chalip, and what does it hurt? Fine. It's like coming up. So the Gemara says this, I'm Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar is talking about this concept of a shchiv mirah. And again, Rabbi Lazar's shita is that during the week, a shchiv mirah has to make a kinnah. And he says like this, madoni There's a certain madoni. Okay, there's a person from the town of Madi. He had a lot of movables. But he didn't have any land. 
Now he wanted to give him as a gift to someone. The problem is he needed a Kenyan, right? He can't just do, even though he was dying, he needed a Kenyan. So he wanted to do Kenyan Agav. But he didn't have a land. So Amrulai, they said to him, you have no other option, get some land, and then do Kenyan Agav. What did he do? He purchased a base seller of land. Now, a base seller sells a coin. The Gemara understands what this means is he purchased a coin size of a field. So he bought a, a field the size of a quarter. Okay. And then he said to someone, he says, you're acquiring the quarter size field, the base seller, and with it, you get a hundred cows, and a whole flock of sheep, and all that stuff. So he did Kininagav of a lot of items on a quarter-sized field. Now, can you get a hundred cows on a quarter-sized field? Of course not. So this is a proof that Kininagav, the, the movable, does not have to be on it. Because he got a base seller. Base seller, the Gemara understands, means to be a base, a field, seller of a coin. A coin field. What's a coin field? A, a field the size of a coin. Obviously, you can't. If you actually say the movable has to be on top of it, how could you? Have, what could you get on a base seller? Nothing. So the Gemara says, no. Base seller is not a field the size of a coin. My seller, it was a big field. Why did they call it base seller? Because it was rock hard like a, like a, like a coin. It was, it was not good land. Base seller doesn't mean that it was actually a field the size of a coin. It means that he went into the like Harlem and he went to a really bad area and he bought a large plot of land that had that was very rock hard like a like a coin. But and and, and according to this, possibly he put everything on it. It is possible that he did kininaga with the items on top of it. Tashima, one more proof. One with this. Tashima, this is a, again another proof of discussion as to kininagav. Uh, there's a certain person who was ill now again we're gonna even though he was ill they want him to make a Kenyan who does that like it was either Rav Lazar, it was either Father Rav Lazar that holds that a Shchiv Mirah has to make a Kenyan except for Shabbos or some say he was healthy and it follows the Rabbanon either way there's someone who wants to transfer items with a Kenyan Dafka okay he had a lot of movables, no land. He wanted to give it as a gift. So Amr they said, you have no other option. You have to do agav with land. So what do you do? He purchased a base roiva of land near Yushalayim. Artsko brings down a base roiva is 104 square amas. It's not, that's not very big. It's 200 square feet. It's not, uh, 200 square feet is not... Huh? Am is like two feet. So it's 104 square am, it's about 208 square feet. 200 square feet is not, uh, it's a 20 by 10 room. It's not, not very big. So, okay. Oh, no, okay, but, but you can get a lot on a 20 by 10 square foot. But what did he do? He went through the land and he marked off tefach by tefach. He went, he said, this tefach, tefach, al tefach leplaini. So he said, this Four inches go to Adam. And with this four inches of land, he gets a hundred sheep and a hundred things of wine. And then he keeps going. This four goes to you. Now, you cannot get a hundred sheep on four inches of land. So how did it work? It must be. Kinin Agav does not require the movables to be on top. 
So the Gemara says, and it was effective. So you see, now, if you actually hold that the movable has to be on top of the land itself, how could in four inches of land, how could you get a hundred sheep? Of course you can't. So it must be that Kinin Agav does not require the items to be on top. So the Gemara says, no, really the item has to be on top. How'd you get a hundred sheep on four inches? It's not a hundred sheep. It's the value of a hundred sheep. It's coins. He put cash. He went on every four inches. He would take coins, the value of a hundred sheep, put it on. Coin, coin, like uh, poker, like at a poker table. He's stockpiling it up. That's what he did. Is that poker table? I don't know. Roulette table. Okay, whatever. Okay, I've never been. The case where he actually put money. It's not an actual item. Really, the item does not have to be on top. Really, the item has to be on top. How'd you get 100 sheep on top of four inches of land? The answer is you don't. He was talking about the cash. It was cash. It wasn't actually sheep. When he said sheep, he meant the value of sheep. And I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it to you. Um, if it's actual sheep, why couldn't he just do chalipin? Chalipin is way easier. Chalipin is just you take, uh, I want to give you your sheep. You give me your yarmulke. Pick it up. Boom. You got yourself. So why do you have to go through Khalip? Uh, why couldn't you do Khalip? And the answer is it's cash. Cash is not nikrib Khalip. The halacha is, it's a sugin babasar. You cannot acquire cash through Khalip. So if it's cash, it makes sense why he's going through this whole headache. Because if it's not cash, just go through Khalip. The Gemara responds, no. It could be it wasn't cash. And why didn't he do Khalip? Because Khalip requires the other person to be present. Right? Right? Khalip, I can't do Khalip alone. I need you to be here to give me your yarmulke. So the Gemara says, The Gemara says, okay, so you'll say, you're, you're proving to me that it had to be cash because that's why they didn't do Chalipin. The Gemara says, well, if it's cash, why didn't they just do Mashicha? Right? Cash, it's so easy. Here, here's $100. You pick it up. Why couldn't you do Hagba, Mashicha? What's the answer? The guy wasn't there. If the guy's not there, you couldn't do Chalipin either. So it's not indicative of what it was. The Gemara says, Okay, so the point is, the Gemara is saying it must be cash, and the, we thought there was a proof, and that's why you needed Agav, because you can't do Chalipin. The Gemara says, well, it's not a proof that it was cash. But fine, let's assume it's cash. That's why you needed Agav. Can I ask you a question? You couldn't do Chalipin, I understand. Can't do Chalipin for cash can't do, but you had to do Agav. Why couldn't you just give it to someone to be kind of for you? I, if I want to give $100 cash to Adam, I could just give you the money and say, hey, have, be kind of for him. It's easy. You have to go kin and Agav, put it on the land. I understand, Chalipin's out. But just here, get, hey, do me a favor. This is the money for him. It's easy. Why don't you just give it to someone else to acquire for him? The answer is, it's cash. You don't trust him. The answer is, you, you don't give a lot of cash to a rando hoping that he'll give him the money. That's not a good idea. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. So why? It's a little strange, though, that, that he said, that they said that he wants to give over someone's cash, and they say, you have no other recourse other than give him land. I mean, there are other recourses. You could give it to someone else. The Gemara says, This is what it means. Because you don't trust the other person, you have no recourse. If you trusted the other shliach, you could give it to him. But because you don't trust him, you have no recourse other than, other than being kind of for someone else. Other than giving it, I'm sorry, Kenyan Agav on the land itself. I'm sorry.